Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. It's a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week two friends who happen to be hairstylists break down our weeks in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden, joined as always by my lovely co-host, Anna Schrader. And today we are going to be talking about our side hustles, (laughs) what we do outside of the salon. (laughs) Multiple streams of income, if you will. Yeah, how we like to stay afloat. Also kind of like our hobbies, right? I was muted. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, not again. Hunter and I have been experiencing some technical difficulties. So (laughs) hopefully it all goes well To say the least. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Every week here on our podcast, we like to start off with a beautiful building, a beautiful bouquet of roses and thorns. And this week... I think that it's important that we acknowledge the biggest thorn that is kind of taking over the entire world right now is what's happening in Europe to the Ukrainian people. And um, it's, I don't know about you, but it's kind of like a heavy cloud, isn't it? It is. It's been kind of looming over everyone's minds recently. Yeah. Yeah. So we just want to acknowledge um, our our hearts, our prayers are with the people who are experiencing loss and the tragedy that is happening. And we pray for peace soon. And um, that's our goal is to have peace. And although it's a huge thorn in life, we try to always see the roses. And our heart, our hope is that even people who are in the worst of situations are able to somehow find a rose. And as well as those who are listening to this, no matter how hard your situation might be, where you are, um, we hope that through it all, you can still find some roses. So with that, um, Hunter- share our rose and thorn. Yeah, why don't you share something good that happened this week? So something good that happened to me this week was it was a beautiful week. We had like 70 degree weather all week. And I decided to go ahead and plant my summer flowers, the bulbs, which leads into my thorn as I think I may have done it too early. What did you plant? What bulbs? Uh, I did gladiolas, uh, dahlias. And I forgot the third one. They were all like cutting flowers, but it mm. got really cold today. Which really was, cold was to me is freezing? not. No. Oh, <laughs> really you cold be to fine. me is not really cold <laughs> to you. <laughs> you should be fine. Do you know what zone you're in? Four, I believe. Four, really? I think I'm probably wrong. I'm definitely wrong. I feel wrong. like you would be in a four or five because I'm in a um, three or four. You must be in at least a five. But, oh, that is so exciting. I'm so jealous that you have grass and that you can dig. (laughs) We're still... (laughs) The ground is still frozen. Yes, yeah. Where I like to say March is like the end of the third quarter of winter. And um, like relating it to a football game. We're not even to the fourth quarter of winter yet. We still have two more months, possible two months. Like May is always hit or miss. May is usually our spring, but every once in a while you'll get like a random massive snowstorm in May that just sets you back. 
that stresses me out so much. <laughs> okay, that Which is why was... you're going to come visit soon. Yes, I know. I know. We were actually talking about this. Um, so that leads me to mine. And it's also weather related. Um, my thorn, it rained. It rained and we got like, it totally threw the weekend off. Everyone who was coming up to go skiing and snowboarding, like the hills were closed because they couldn't open the lifts because they were frozen. And it rained and then froze. And the I it was like hazardous to even leave your house. Everything was covered in a sheet of ice. It does that here sometimes. Well, that's what I was telling you. We have like ice storms, not snowstorms. Yes. Well, my good friend came up from Minneapolis and um, she, they were going to be going snowboarding and their plans got canceled because everything was closed. So that was a thorn, but because she was here, I would have just honestly stayed inside all weekend because she was here with her friend and her husband. I like went out snowshoeing and it was really nice to get out and have some social time and and then um it snowed today i went for a ski and hunter it was the most amazing magical ski i've ever experienced it looked stunning yeah so imagine i I seriously thought you were riding something though i didn't (laughs) know you could ski on flat ground yes it's cross-country skiing so like you're you're skating kind of through the woods on like a groomed trail and um but it was so perfect seriously like the sun was kind of low so it like cast light on the fresh snow so it was like glitter on the snow and then everything was covered in ice so it looked like everything was made of glass and the sun like shining through the ice was like kind of colorful and rainbow like and like snow on top of that it was just it was so magical and I know that you have an aversion to the cold like correct me if if I'm wrong but you might even have like a deep fear of the cold just a little bit just a little bit (laughs) today was one of those days I was thinking about you because I'm skiing through the woods I'm like okay I gotta get home and we're gonna record today like oh my gosh I wish Hunter could experience this like I just was like I wish I could just strap you to my back like a little baby and like go. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I'll get in a little backpack. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been so happy. You would lo- you would have loved it. And I I just wish everyone could experience that because it was so beautiful. So out of a thorn came a very beautiful rose, and um, I was just really happy to get some fresh air, and it's what I needed. Awesome. I have something to tack on to my rose that's not flower related. Um, I actually got accepted to be in the next round of voting for a reality TV show. What? Yeah. I posted it on my Instagram yesterday. I found out I that this. I don't know. Cause I posted like four slides about it. I was really excited. <laughs> But I was busy yesterday. <laughs> busy painting. Anyways, go on. I know we'll have to talk about that here in a second. But yes, so I was accepted to the next round. And this round is uh, audience votes. So 
everyone gets a one free vote a day and then I will be raising money for the Jed Foundation which is mental health and suicide awareness in young adults and for every dollar donated is an additional vote for me to be on television (laughs) so you might be I might be this? cast. Yes. And oh my gosh. Yeah. What is, the, what, what is the premise of the show? It's called Influence Me TV. And it is a competition reality show that is on the hunt for the next uh, most influential influencer. It's a lot of influence words to say at one time. But yeah. Wow. So wow. it's hairstylist hairstylists, makeup artists, personal trainers, any type of influencer is welcome to apply. And I had, it's been like three or four months now. I had a casting agent reach out to me and ask me to apply. And I applied and I've made it through. This is now like the third round. And this, the voting will have started by the time that the podcast release, it will have opened quote unquote yesterday. But in our world, it opens up tomorrow. So in the description of this video, I will post a link to where you can cast your free votes. And then if you would like to donate to the Jed Foundation, I'll have that link down below as well. Oh my gosh, Hunter. Congratulations. Thanks. It's really exciting. So awesome. You're a great candidate. I hope that they pick you. Me too. It's all, it all comes down to votes. Okay. So it's like the people that would pick you. Yes. So it's, oh my gosh. This first challenge is testing your influence. So we need to be posting on our social. Like yes. on our Share stories. it share it tell all your friends you get one free vote a day and you can vote multiple times just only once in a day i want you to be a reality tv star (laughs) i would love that i believe (laughs) you love those shows so i love trashy television (laughs) and i just want to be on it i well now i feel like i would be (laughs) you'd be great You'd be great on it. And that is a compliment. <laughs> After you just said you love trashy, trashy TV. Oh, it's so funny. So have we already talked about what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, our side hustles, remember? Yes. So Anna has a quite, quite an interesting side hustle. And so that's why it kind of sparked our interest for this episode. My side hustle is that I... I have a, I'm a homeowner and with my house, I rent out my guest bedroom as an Airbnb. So with this Airbnb business that you have in your own home, do you stay there while the, like while another, while you're renting it out? Yes. So it is just the guest bedroom and I like have my room and everything. So it's kind of like similar to... I guess the closest thing would be a bed and breakfast or a hostel. Like a hostel. You, yeah, kind of where you stay, except for it's only one couple. That it, I mean, it's a one bedroom with a queen size bed. So our full size bed. So the or, most you would have in there is two people two. at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And um, it's really fun. It's been busy. I kind of started it once I 
I, I bought a fixer upper. So my house, there's some rooms that are just like, I keep the door shut because they are, <laughs> yeah. That's where everything Scary. else has gone. That's why everything yep. else is so immaculate. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, and in the instructions, it's like, please keep all doors that are shut, shut. Okay. <laughs> so, so speaking of instructions, do you have like a set of guidelines? Like, when you arrive, this is what you yes. should do. Yes. So when they, have you ever stayed in an Airbnb hunter? I have just not one that someone else is also living there. Okay. So, um, I send them like my address and like brief instructions on how to find the house, like descriptions of what the house looks like and, um, the lock code, how to get in. And then a brief description of like your room is upstairs down the hallway and to your right and then I also say like you'll meet if I'm not there to greet you um you'll be greeted by my cat pounce just make sure he doesn't like go into the front entryway or outside and um so that's basically the only rule I give them is because I don't want I don't want them to be startled by pounce right away they already know he's a part of the house there's pictures and the in description everything but I just don't like him going into the basement. So then once they get to my house, um, there's like a guide book on the counter that has like the Wi-Fi, where to find water and little quirks of the house. Stuff okay. like that. Oh, so yeah. how often is it that you have a guest that you won't be there to greet them? Quite often, like often, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll be... My check-in time is flexible, so people can pretty much check in any time that works for them. And a lot of times I'm at work, so gotcha. um, I'll come home and I'll see their car in my driveway. And um, it's really funny because sometimes I'll go a whole stay without even seeing the people. Like they're in my house, I can hear them. Like if I get home late from work and then I get up early to go to work, uh-huh. they'll like be in their room. And I'll never even actually meet them. Yeah. So do you use like the common areas when they're visiting? Yeah. Yep. They're free to use my kitchen. They have their own bathroom, um, but they're free to use like the living room, watch Netflix and chill or whatever. That's cool. Yeah. So So sometimes you have like really talkative and like friendly people who want to hang out. And then other times, like I said, I won't even meet them. Both are okay. So what made you decide that you wanted to do the Airbnb business? I thought it would be fun. I always I always thought it would I've I've stayed at a lot of Airbnbs and I've stayed at <clears throat> excuse me, Airbnbs with other people. And it's just a really fun way to get to know other people's cultures and worlds and make them feel comfortable. And it's a cool way to make money off of my house instead of usually a house is like huge expense but in this case it's making money for me yes my boss always says the key to success is to have multiple strings of income and learn how to make money while you sleep Mm -hmm. I have not well I guess I'm making money while I sleep people are staying at my house yeah I guess I am kind of making money in my sleep and every once in a while I'll get really really friendly kind people like for instance the last it was a couple guests ago last week. They 
there was a miscommunication and um, on my end actually it was my fault and I felt so bad but because of it I was like super accommodating like I, I made it work for them as right. I'm sure if, if someone makes a mistake that's what you do is you go above and beyond to make it fix it so that's what I did I went above and beyond to fix the issue and um, they were so appreciative they I came home from work and there was a big bouquet of flowers on the counter and a thank you note and it was just so sweet and they were so appreciative of me like just making it right I guess but yeah, yeah so you and you meet just the nicest people awesome so what did people come to Ironwood for skiing Yes, skiing, snowboarding, um, hiking. Sometimes it's just like a stop on their way to like another city. Um, we have a lot of people from Minneapolis and a lot of people from Chicago area. Some people from downstate Michigan who are like driving through the UP to do like a UP tour. Okay. And yeah, sometimes people coming to visit family. Um because yeah. there's no, there's lot, not a hotel there, right? Oh yeah, there's hotels. There's a lot of hotels here. It's oh. just, it is, it is a super Ironwood is a super touristy little area. The UP is so a ton of tourists. Sometimes like they're the hotels are full. So, huh? Yeah, there's. Yeah, I've stay got busy. to come up there. You've got to come up. There's lots of outdoorsy hiking things to do. And I will stay in your Airbnb and yeah. contribute to your side hustle. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I'll give you a good discount. Yeah. Meaning <laughs> friends and family. You can stay for free. <laughs> I get the friends yes. and family discount. Yes, 100%. So- <laughs> and also my neighbor wants to meet you. So you need to come up and meet Danielle too. So and I keep on talking I'm like every time I see Danielle I'm like we need to have a game night we need to schedule a game night Settlers of Catan you like Catan don't you I love Catan oh my gosh love it when you but come. I've only ever played the original didn't you say you have the expansions we only have to play the expansion if there's more than four of us I think oh I thought the expansions made it different like Cards Against Humanity no, no, it it's kind of the same rules. Only they have like a seafarers where you have like ships also, oh. and you can add on like a couple more players. Okay. So when you started the Airbnb business, it did you said you started it? Did you know that it was going to become like what it is? Um, I did not think I was going to be this busy, but literally the first day I put it up on Airbnb I got a booking and it's been pretty steady ever since and I go through some weeks that are slower it's also getting a lot slower because a lot of people are starting Airbnbs in our area so in the last year there's been a whole lot of people starting it so I think the market is just a little saturated which is Uh. fine I'm like as busy as I want to be like I don't sometimes I feel like I'm too busy and I for instance, after working a very long day at work, the last thing I want to do is come home and do laundry and I have to clean. Like I have to right. go through the checklist of things to do. And that's really exhausting if you want to do anything outside of work. Yeah. Yeah. As many side hustles are, if you're working and then doing something on the side, 
that's the reality of what it is. Yeah. So is this your only side hustle? Um, I guess you could say that our education is kind of like a side hustle, being an educator. Yeah. Although yeah. we haven't been traveling or doing anything in the last three years. So <laughs> I don't know if we can count that. That's fair. That's fair. I feel like, yeah, it was a side hustle whenever we were traveling, whenever COVID mm-hmm. wasn't a thing. I guess I have one other side hustle that I just recently started. I choreograph for our local show choir called Accent. Yes, you told me that, and it's a bunch of high schoolers, right? Yes. And or is it all ages? They're high schoolers. They're in high okay. school. And I don't think I'm getting paid for that. I mean, that... <laughs> the director the director did say he would pay me but I was already going to he asked me to do it and I it was one of those things where I just like didn't really reply right away because I had to think about it right and then he sends me another text that says we'll pay you and I had already decided that I was going to do it and so I just sent a text that was like all right these are the days that I can do it and um I'm willing to help you out I think he was just kind of desperate for help for choreography so I was just like yeah I'll do it and so on Mondays I go over and teach choreography and we're they're um, performing to Crocodile Rock I've seen the choreography and it is (laughs) top notch top notch truly oh my gosh yes yep that happened the choreography happened after a long day in the salon and I'm just like I need to use these mirrors to my advantage so I like kind of dimmed the lights and um, did my thing. Moved all the chairs around. <laughs> <laughs> Turned it into a little studio. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how about you, Hunter? Do you have any side hustles? I do have quite a few side hustles, kind of. Um, so like you said, the education yeah. was one of my first side hustles that I started. But currently what I'm working on and I've not really said this out loud I've said it out loud to Bradley and Bradley alone but now I'm kind of speaking it out into the the universe yeah um so I am diversifying my investment portfolio in order to one day open my own company your company yeah, a hair company. Like a salon? No, like a company that sells tools. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like t- Cosmoprof? No, like like Fabulous. Okay. So what kind of tools do you want to make? Well, that's the part that I don't necessarily want to talk out loud about, but you and I will have all the chats about it because I've only told one person this for the last four years. Okay. So you and I can talk about it, but it's for sure. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Because it's actually, it's actually starting a bit to become something that can be real soon. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Can, can I be sponsored by you? Duh! I'll send you. You'll be the first one on my PR list, quite literally, because your name is is Anna. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't even know what this tool is, but I'm excited. So there's multiple. There's there's going to be multiple, but you'll have to 
you have to start with one thing, right? So. Oh my gosh, I want to guess so bad, but I know I'm, I'm not going to do that to you. I'll for sure I'll tell wait. you. But what I've had a lot of fun with is the whole diversifying the investment portfolio. What does that mean? Please explain diversifying the investment so, portfolio. Um, just investing in multiple things that what had just happened? <laughs> I just took a sip of my second tea in my thermos <laughs> and it burned my mouth. It's been it's been oh, very no. hot in there. <laughs> I need a drink of my water. <laughs> I I guess I just looked away for a second and the, all I saw was a very shocked face Anna. Oh my gosh. It was so painful. My mouth tastes like sandpaper or feels like sandpaper. Oh, I hate when that happens. Mm. Okay. I just had some water and it's hopefully I didn't burn all my taste buds off. <laughs> I got a little bit distracted. Go on. It's fine. I was going to say take the lid off. Yep. Maybe even pour it into your mug. Good idea. <laughs> so what I mean by diversifying my investment portfolio is just making investments in things that are actively making me money. And if it's not actively making me money, then selling those and investing in something that is. Um, like stocks? Stocks, ETFs, uh, Bitcoin. I have. Do you have uh, an advisor, or do you just yes. know all of this? Oh, uh, well, okay. I know quite a bit just from having an advisor, but I don't do any of my own trades. I, okay. I have someone else do all of that that knows much, much more than I do. I know enough to say I think it's time to exchange this or to sell this or that or that and I can ask for advice on it but they make that ultimately I guess it's my money so it's my my decision but they will I have a really good advisor that I trust a lot that's never lost you know exorbitant amounts of money but yeah that is okay. that's my side hustle right now is Very quite cool. literally making money in my sleep <laughs> That is very cool, Hunter. And I would love to pick your brain because I just started putting money into a retirement fund. And Ooh, it's just, what kind of retirement fund is it? Tell me. It's a Roth IRA. That's the best one to have. Okay, good. And I think it's working. I don't know. I just I just sent the company my money. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's put into that. I hope it's not just sitting in an account like it was my savings, but. So with, an, with a Roth IRA, that's uh, after taxed, after your money has been taxed, it gets sent there versus with a traditional uh, like 401k or a traditional retirement plan. Pull it out. Yes. So this is money that's already been taxed. So the money that's growing in that account has, you've already paid taxes on. So mm -hmm. when you pull it out at whatever age you choose to retire, I think I have mine set at like 65, mm -hmm. which if this company takes off, <laughs> hopefully it'll Very be before exciting, 65. Hunter. Thank you. But uh, yeah, and I you just contribute to it per week or per paycheck, however you want to do it. And there's a limit to how much you can contribute per year. 
I think six thousand is how yeah. much you can. Yeah. So you can either have it pulled out automatically to be six thousand mm-hmm. or however much you want, or you can just do one big dump at the end of the year. Yeah, whichever one. I put it in there weekly because I will spend it. I'm yeah. <laughs> I may be really good at saving money, but I also need to put it somewhere where I'm not looking at it. Mm-hmm. Because if I see it, I will spend it. I like to spend money. <laughs> We've well, discussed that before. At least <laughs> you know it and you're working with like how you are. You know, you know yourself. That's, That's good. That's true. I know. I can just squirrel away money. It's good. It's a good thing, but also like, I don't know. I know. Um, I was going to share a story since we're on the topic of investments and Bitcoin and stuff like that. Um, I'm ready for it. My good friend, the one that came up this week, um, she shared with me a story about one of her friends and actually kind of her. It happened. So she's in school in Chinese medicine school. And so there's a bunch of friends that are in the same situation. And one of their friend, one of her friends does a really good job posting on Instagram. She's constantly taking videos of herself, like talking about her day. And so there's a lot of content on her Instagram. Right. And then all of a sudden, this friend, I forgot her name. Let's say Susan. All of a sudden, Susan posts a video of herself talking. Her lips are moving. She's talking. It's a video about, oh my gosh, I invested thousand dollars and I got 10,000 back and it's really easy you just have to um it's all through bitcoin and blah 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 blah. and she gave a little brief like promo video for getting all this money and then um and then she gave a link of this is how you do it so um my friend goes in and she's looking at it and a couple of our other classmates did the same thing where they're like oh this sounds really great and um it was sounded really exciting and promising they were talking to someone over like messenger and um a lot of them got to a point where like they were about to set up an account and they they paused because there were some like sneaky little red flags that they were just like um this doesn't seem right and then my friend's partner actually knows a lot about investing and he he called it out right away he's like that's a scam don't do it but unfortunately since this susan has all of these people her influence one of their other friends did do it oh no gave her information and they went in and like took like six thousand dollars in a couple days oh my god I know. And this Uh, is a woman who has a young kid. She's in school. She works hard. And so I know to a lot of people, it's like, oh, 6,000. But 6,000 is That's a lot of money. I mean, like we just said, that's a whole year's worth of saving. Yeah. (sighs) So um, uh, the moral of the story is if anyone asks you for money, don't believe them. Don't believe it. (laughs) Do not believe them. And Unless you're donating to the Jed Foundation starting tomorrow. (laughs) okay that was that Um, was legit i can vouch but although are you are you a robot or is is someone making you say that who knows who knows but the creepy thing is is that these people literally they had the technology to piece together words that she was saying and video clips of her saying different things to like fool everyone 
That is insane. And like her closest friends were the ones that were falling for it. Yep. That yeah. could have like that ruined relationships. Her. Yes, and as soon as um, Susan found out, of course, she was mortified, as it was everyone. And she went on and said, do not, do not, this is a scam. I've been, like, hacked. Do not give to this company. It's not real. Did she Um, have to delete her account and everything? I don't, I don't know. I didn't ask that question. But, ugh, it's so, I mean, the same thing, Dallin, like, Dallin got hacked. And he... They held his account ransom and said, give us X amount of money and then we'll give you back your account. And he was just like, no. (laughs) I'll just make a new one. Yeah, he started from the bottom and I think he's doing well. So again, go follow him. It's pretty inspirational. The fact that he now has to start from the bottom and work his way up and he's already doing an amazing job. But yeah, great content. Speaking of social media, I would say that that is like my, one of my side hustles as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Is social media. You're so good at it too. Thank you. I try really, really hard. <laughs> it's like, I guess it's, I used to be kind of embarrassed about trying so hard on social media, but now it's a little more socially acceptable to want to have a career in social media. Yeah. And you're doing a good job. Thanks. Yeah. So like this podcast is, I guess for both of us would be kind of a side hustle eventually. Yeah. It starts yeah, as a passion project and then, I, but I think that's how all side hustles start. It's yes. something that you really want to do and then eventually it makes money. This weekend, it was our town's first Friday. So every first Friday of the month, they um, encourage businesses to stay open. And some company, like some stores will have like fun events. And our little um, food co-op was doing a wine tasting and then also um, seed collecting. And this woman who moved here from Idaho last year, has a passion for giving people seeds and helping them plant gardens and she had done a ton of research on all of the vegetables that grow well in our zone which is really hard to grow anything in this area because we have such a short season and she just saved she grew heirlooms and then saved the seeds and she had a whole like a couple tables worth full of seeds that she was giving away was it all tomatoes no (laughs) I mean there was lots of tomatoes but um I got a lot of seeds for my garden almost all of the seeds for my I have a little raised bed so I've got carrots okay carrots beets radishes kale squash I'm gonna do some peppers I like summer squash and then Mm. um what else? I love carrots because they do really, really well in the winter. You can actually grow carrots all winter long and they'll really? continue to grow in under the snow. And people actually say, I just learned this. I learned it like literally right after I pulled up my carrots. It's best to leave them in the ground after it freezes because it makes them sweeter. Really? Yeah. So leave your carrots in the ground even after, like throughout winter. And I'm sure it would work in Nashville or so your zone too 
Yeah, I we don't have any vegetables. I've not ventured into the edible food growing. Oh, it's I so really fun. like flowers. I do too, but it, there's something rewarding about like being able to eat the food. And um, last year I started like a trellis. It's like it's very MacGyver like. It's made out of PPC and chicken wire. <laughs> <laughs> And if I was an HOA, I'd probably get, like, hate mail for it, but... Absolutely, you would. (laughs) It would be me. (laughs) You and your flowers, and I have, like, a PVC (laughs) pipe with chicken wire. And, like, I just had extra dirt that I didn't know what to do with that was from the raised bed that I just kind of, like, put in a big mound in my yard. Uh Uh-huh. Like a big dirt mound, and then I put the PVC around the dirt mound, and that's where I grow my pumpkins. And the pumpkins grow instead of growing out over my whole yard, they grow up. The huh. vines grow. Did up. you know that they do that at Epcot? Oh, look at me! Look at me! Yeah. Fancy, fancy little yeah. PVC chicken wire. You know but, what you could do too is drill holes in the PVC and put a water hose at the top of it and it's a self-watering pumpkin growing station. Um, interesting. I was thinking that you could grow beans. You could also side. grow beans. Yeah. Yes. So this year I'm gonna do more with pumpkins. I definitely planted too many too many plants in the little mound of dirt that I had where it was it was insane. I had to go out there daily and like tell the vines where to go, and they were trying. They were taking over my yard. That so, was going to be um, my next question. So, how do you? The pumpkin grows off of the ground, or you still let the pumpkin grow on the ground? The pumpkin grows on the trellis. So the vines, the vines, you train the vines to go to the trellis. So okay. picture like this big standing arch with wire on it okay. and so you train the vines to get to the arch and then you weave the vines in and out of the chicken wire fencing and okay. the vines have like these little tendrils that grow out and you take the tendrils and like kind of Wrap wind it. them around the wire so then um the pumpkins will grow and hang off of the trellis or the the arch wire you get like prettier pumpkins that way too Yes, I would say that they were pretty. A couple, you know what? Interestingly, they didn't really have a, some of them didn't have a flat bottom. Because they were like drooped, probably. Yes, they were like shaped kind of like teardrops. Ooh, that would make an interesting jack-o'-lantern. Except for it doesn't sit like sit, like it will roll. <laughs> Have you seen the pumpkin molds where you put the baby pumpkin in the mold and as it grows it t- takes over whatever shape the mold is? No. That one's an interesting one. If you get bored this summer. I'm going to have to try that. There was a lot of baby pumpkins that just didn't make it. I don't think that they were I don't they weren't I don't know if they were pollinated. Like there was a ton of bees in my yard, but they weren't doing their job in pollinating. So I would go out there and like self-pollinate. Like, oh, help like them. the like the guy on TikTok. Have you seen I've him? I've never seen him. No. Oh my gosh. He goes to he has like this little Q tip and he goes to each of his plants and he's like, Is it okay if I pollinate you today? Okay. 
and then oh yeah he's like ask for consent (laughs) i i did feel a little bit weird about it like i I was like should i be playing some like jazz music or (laughs) how can i make you feel more comfortable (laughs) and then people would be walking by and like don't mind me we're just you know having plant sex you should (laughs) having plant sex you should uh get a honeybee hive i've thought about it i see you as a beekeeper for sure i love bees it's hard i know i have friends who have bees and it they say it's kind of hard in our weather because it gets so cold that unfortunately a lot of the bees will die which is really sad i know i know you need like a little indoor bee hive i'm gonna look into that hunter I want, I also want a couple chickens. I love chickens. I saw you with the chicken in your arms the other day. Oh, that was actually also on first Friday. There's a man who has like a deep passion for ducks and chickens. And he walks around town all the time with his birds. And I've met them a couple times. So the chicken that I had was, um, his name is Colonel Sanders. And he's a really small little rooster oh and yeah he's really cute and i picked him up and apparently chickens when they get excited he like they shake uh-huh. and i i was like and when they're happy that's like an emo- the how they show that they're happy and i was like oh my gosh is he scared should i put him down and they're like no 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 that's actually chickens like imagine a chihuahua when they quiver that's uh-huh. what the chicken was doing and that's so sweet. he I was know. happy. He was happy. And I was just petting. He fell asleep. Like he closed his, his little eyes, you know, their eyelids go up. Yeah. So he, he's sitting creepy. in my arms, his eyelids like go up and he's just like shaking. It was so cute. Um, so whenever I was growing up, my grandfather, he had, and I'm going to probably be embarrassed by this because this is probably not what they're called, but this is what we cr- called them in the South. Um, Baney chickens. Baney chickens. Baney chickens. So they're like chickens, but miniature. Oh. And I, I wouldn't know how to spell it to help you look it up. Uh, huh. It's just my papa would say Baney chickens. So <laughs> we have Baney chickens. That's so cute. We also Aww. used to have a turkey named Tom. Oh. Yeah, we had him for like three years and then we had him for Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> I. <laughs> How did that make you feel eating Tom? Uh, I grew up on a farm. That was normal. Okay. My dad grew up on a farm, so my grandparents have a farm. And um, my grandpa is still farming and he's in his 90s. Wow. They would always kill a goose for Thanksgiving. So that was what we would have would be a goose. And it was always the mean one. They would pick the mean goose and um, made goose instead of turkey. So what does goose taste like? I, I like bird. <laughs> like kind of like more of dark meat, kind of. A little bit more. Oh. Speaking of birds, I've changed yeah. my mind. I don't want a parakeet. I want what? a gala cockatoo. Oh my gosh, sounds fancy. I'm about He's... to send you a picture and I'll post it in the Instagram story. Okay. 
I'm gonna look it up really quickly. Oh, the first one already. Beautiful. So, do they have these at Petco? No, absolutely not. I found a breeder this in Oklahoma. This bird is too good for that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Well, I don't know. Not. Absolutely not. No, I think this is a. I think it's a little more rare, or maybe not rare, but like. Oh my gosh, the beauty! It's like. I, I'm sorry, you guys. I just got the picture. I have to give you a, a de- description. It has like a red chest and gray feathers, and then like a like a rose plume on its head. So they're also called the pink-breasted cockatoos. Oh. And they're known for like the pink-breasted cockatoo is known for being able to speak the most clear. So cute. So then there's... we can have him on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I found a breeder out of Oklahoma, and they once you purchase the bird, they actually send one of their handlers on a plane with the bird to your house, and then the handler like hands you the bird with the cage and everything. Oh my gosh, those feathers! It, they're the most beautiful thing. It looks so regal. Yeah. Its beak is kind of short too. It's it looks cute. Yeah, less less bitey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you so I was doing some research on falconry. Did I Okay. Remember the article that I sent you? Did you read it with a I hat? did. <laughs> so <laughs> If if uh, anyone wants to know, it's actually called a fuck cat. Mm-hmm. That you is can the be, you scientific can term. <laughs> I don't think I will. Okay, good. <laughs> but it's how they breed falcons, right? Yeah. So there was um, I don't have that article pulled up, but I sent this article to like five of my friends, and Hunter okay, is the only question, one that read though. it. What? Quick question though. How did you find this article? Not only did I read it, but I then clicked on the related content button and also watched multiple videos on the fuck yes. hat. Yes, yes. Um, well, <laughs> I I was listening to a podcast as many of you guys will be listening to this and then go do your own research. And that's basically what they said. They're like, look into it, do your own research. And of course I was like, yes, this is what I need to do this. So Actually, while my color was processing, I was reading about this and we were going on this educational journey together with my client and I, and we were laughing so hard, but, um, basically this falcon, this type of falcon was going extinct and, um, these professors built up all of these crazy ways to try and help this, um, endangered bird and the best way, I mean, it this technique was the reason why we still have what was the name of the falcon again start with the p uh anyways primrose i think so something like that (laughs) paraguay or something as you're telling the story i'll find penguin penguin the penguin (laughs) the penguin falcon anyways it this hat is the reason why this this uh bird is no longer on the endangered species list and oh it's right here Peregrine. Peregrine. Okay. Peregrine falcon. And um, 
you have to look it up. It's this hat. It gives me the creeps because I have this weird phobia of anything with holes in it. But is, what is it's that like, called? Trechophobia? Yes. Trechophobia. Oh, I don't know. I just, oh, it makes me cringe. I can't even think about it. But it's this hat that's round and like extends like a brim. Think about a top hat without the top, just the brim. You know what it made me think of was a, a sea. A coral? Like, like a coral yeah it has like a bunch of honeycomb holes those bother me too i can't so this was (laughs) it was really disturbing to me when i saw it i was like oh no i can't even look at this but they wear it and um the falconer has to wear it every single time they go outside and (laughs) (laughs) you have to gain the falcon's trust so you're walking around with this hat for hours and hours and they also and the say the sounds you have to be that consistent. these humans make. You have to make a sound like so they can trust you and then not only do you have to make a sound but you have to like move like the falcon and make certain movements. And <laughs> <laughs> wear the same color clothes and so it's it takes a lot of work on the falconry's part but they say that then once the fel- so the falcon comes lands on the hat and then i can't even say it releases its young <laughs> its offspring which offspring. then gets, which then gets um saved and then um used like preserved and used for um helping they used to before they invented this hat they used to go catch the bird pull it down and then do the deed to the bird to the bird Mm -hmm. so this is a much nicer consensual (laughs) (laughs) how did we get on this topic it was first plants and now we're talking falcons it's you know (laughs) extinct the extinction of falcons it's so it's what we do to keep the world spinning. It's what you have to do. Yeah, you just have to go on these deep dives. Of... You help the plants and you help the birds. Exactly. Okay. I just feel like this could be a gateway for you, Hunter. Getting your little pink-breasted cockatool to being a falconer with one so... of those hats. I'm going to buy you one of those hats. Oh, Also, the hats are very expensive. Are they? I didn't look that far. I just watched They're very videos. Expensive. So we've been talking for quite a while and a little off topic, but that's fine. We're just bantering. But one thing that I really want to talk about this episode is the fact that we always ask for five-star reviews, right? And I honestly, (laughs) I'm going to be so transparent and honest. I didn't know where to find them. Like, I had no idea if you guys liked what we were doing, if you were (laughs) listening, like... Same. Any input that you had, I didn't know it existed. So, we actually found those. And I would like to share the two that I found because they're just so sweet. And one of them is Anna's neighbor, who is a huge friend of the pod, and I love her so much. Uh, but this one is from Amatic64 uh, on Apple Podcasts. And the review is 
So easy to listen to. I love the, all the perfectly rehearsed information, stuffed educational podcasts in our industry. But this, it was great to finally just get to listen to real stylists have an easy conversation. You already know I want to hear the one about our first oh shit salon moments. We haven't done that one yet. So. We haven't. Maybe and so next that's week. Yeah, that's one of our podcast episodes now. When I saw them, I literally broke down in tears. Aww. Because it's kind of, this is like not a super easy thing for us to take time out of our day and like edit it and think of the topics to talk about. And so, ooh, I'm getting a little emotional. I don't like that. <clears throat> Probably gonna cut that. <laughs> it's it's just it's a lot of work for us. And the fact that you guys like it even though it was just the two of those comments that meant like a lot just two comments made me want to keep going so Mm, yeah definitely I definitely agree it's very encouraging sometimes I wonder I'm like is anyone listening or are we just talking which would be fine because like this is our time to banter honestly yeah (laughs) it's this is our friendship time but it's fun to know that we have a little community yeah and this episode was a great episode to end on those two five-star reviews because this happens to be the last episode of season one really this is this is episode 10 yeah yeah so next week starts episode two and anna do you want to tell them what they can look forward to in season two Yes. Yeah, so season two, we our goal is to bring a lot of guest guests yes. onto the podcast. So, um, yeah, my my screen just died for a second. <laughs> my phone, my iPad is about to die, so <laughs> we have to wrap it up. Oh, okay. But yeah, so we're gonna be asking a lot of people to join us and interview, and hopefully everyone will have someone different. Otherwise, there may be a couple where it's just Hunter and I, but. Um, yeah, bring some new people in and get to know others. Yeah. Before we end, though, we need to um, finish with the hair. Or our hair myth. Yeah. Our hair myth. Yeah. Go ahead. Did you want to add anything about season two? No, uh, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited to hear some new voices and ask some questions and really get into the break room banter of it all. Yes. Yes. Okay. So here is the question. Is baldness inherited from the maternal side? True or false? Or baldness is inherited from the maternal side? True or false? I've always heard true. Yes, I've always heard true also. But it says that the truth is actually the timing and extent of balding can come from either side, which makes sense. Like, right. It was always one of those things I was like, but why just the mothers? Right. I think it's something I always we thought always... that it was like the mother's father. Yeah. I think it was something we always just told people to feel better about themselves. Like, oh, don't worry. It's on your mother's side. <laughs> <laughs> just tell them what they need to hear. Yes. <laughs> don't worry. It's on yes. your dad's side. Oh, yeah. It's your great uncle's cousin's stepson. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) how it works. The chromosomes go all the way down. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was a cool myth. 
Yeah. I, I, I mean, something I Neither believed. of us knew it. Yeah. It was something that neither of us knew. So we learned something new. Well, with that being said, thank you so much for everyone for listening to another episode of Break Room Banter, Hairstylist Adjacent Podcast. If you're listening on your favorite podcasting app, now that we know how to, how to find your reviews, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. If you're listening on YouTube, the secret word of the week is hustle. So leave a comment on our YouTube video of the word hustle. And that is our secret word of the week. If you'd like to follow us on our social medias, my name is at HairXHunter on all the things. Our podcast Instagram is at BreakRoomBanterPod. And the lovely Miss Anna's Instagram is... Anna.SHRHair. And this has been another episode of Breakroom Banter. Bye! <laughs> Bye!